If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. All really does help out the channel, so thank you so, so much. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Zombiefine3427 from the True Off My Chest subreddit and says, I told my wife I'm not going on family holiday with your family. I always put my wife and her family first. I moved to my wife's hometown because she wanted to be closer to hers. Now, her family and mine are total opposites. I'm an only child and she's the eldest of three. My extended family is four people, including me. Hers is 30 plus. My family are introverted and don't drink. Hers are super extroverts and booze whenever they can. My parents are disabled. Hers are healthy. Honestly, my family are boring and hers are fun and I've gotten used to it and it's horrible to say, but because of being around them so much, I prefer hanging out with her family than I do my own. I always do what she wants. I'm a pushover, but happy wife, happy life, right? Even if it's something I don't want to do, I do it to make her happy. First dance at our wedding, terrified and I didn't want to do one. I don't like being the center of attention. She cried and I caved in. Christmas, her family is large, so having a big fun party on Christmas day and mine small and boring, so she doesn't want to be there. Where to live? She wants to be close to her family, so now mine's a three-hour drive away, and I hardly see them except for birthdays. For this year, it's her grandma's 70th, her mum's 50th, and my 30th birthday. So her family have planned a huge family holiday of 25-plus people to be away for three weeks to celebrate everyone's birthdays. The catch is, it's not on anyone's birthday except mine. We'd fly home one day after my birthday. Obviously, my parents want to see me on my 30th and have said they are upset because, as usual, I'm pandering to her family, as always, and they are being left out again. I want to spend time with my family, especially as I only really see them on birthdays. I'm used to their boringness, but to do that, apparently I'm ruining her family trip. But if I go on the trip, I'm putting my family second again and further damaging that relationship. My parents are older and disabled and my gran has early onset dementia so they didn't have much time in comparison to hers. We can't get a shorter holiday. We can't go at another time of year because of work and school commitments. So I told her no. For the first time ever, I told her, no, I'm not going. You can, but I'm staying here. I'm an adult and I want to spend my birthday with my family. To which she replied, I am your family. Then stormed off and she's not taking it too well. She's acting like a spoiled child crying, screaming, calling her mum to say she can't go now because I'm not going. So now her family think I'm a massive dick and none of them can see that I have another side to my family. She's packed a bag since I started writing this and says she's going to stay at her mum's until I can make up my mind what's more important, my family or hers. 
I have no idea what to do. I just needed to vent. And we do have updates to this story shortly. Now, I find this one interesting and how this one could play out. I think you need to just stick to your boundaries on this one. And it sounds like this is the first time she's actually faced one of your boundaries. And instead of talking about it or whatever, she's just throwing a tantrum, basically giving you an ultimatum and going to her mum's, which is just pure manipulation. And it makes it even more important to stand by that boundary, I think. Because the way you're writing this post, it, it sounds like you are fed up of this kind of behavior. So something needs to change. And if things ain't going to change, what does the future hold for you? But Beautiful Benefit says, I love my in-laws and I love my family. There is no effing way in hell I'm going on a three-week vacation with any of them. Weird Groovy Nerd said, let it play out. You've never set boundaries before and she doesn't like this one. Don't argue with her or try to convince her. Speak gently, but hold your ground. Rio Legend says, happy spouse, happy house. You deserve to be happy too. Broad Sharp says, what the actual fuck? She's packing the bag to go stay at her mother's until you make up your mind. Dude, however much you love her, leave her there. What a ridiculous and childish attempt at manipulation. Don't cave whatever you do. Do not cave. And one more comment from Sander who says, my man, think about this. When she went to her mama, she left you the option of deciding if her family or your family is more important. I can understand it like this. It doesn't matter who you think is more important because at the end of the day, for her, the one who is not important at all, it's you. If you would be important for her, she wouldn't be doing this. Hold your ground and do yourself a favor. Get couples counseling and if needed, get out of there. Also, I advise you to send a text or a letter to her family explaining the situation and your decision. If they not respect either, then run, run, and don't go back. It will only get worse. Best of luck, my man. Hold your ground because you're not doing anything wrong. So let's jump into OP's first update to find out what happened next. So, update. Wow. I only wanted a place to vent and didn't expect such a response. Just to clear a few things up. I love my wife and I'm not going to divorce her over this. She does so much for me and is normally a kind and loving person. We've been together six years, married 18 months. We don't have kids but are trying. We live in the UK and the reason why we can't go at any other time is because of the UK laws on taking children out of school during term time or holidays. So it's been planned during the autumn break so the parents don't get fined. I woke up this morning to the following text from her mum. Do you know how disappointed I am in you right now? It's not even that you're not coming away for my birthday. It's the fact that you're not supporting my daughter. You know how important family is to her. End of. You know how much she wants to come and you telling her to go on her own is not being supportive. You put a full stop to it all. I don't get what your issue is. It's one thing then another and she can't do right for wrong in trying. It's supposed to be a lovely family holiday for my 50th. Opie then says, it's made me even more determined to stand my ground. I think I'm going to take the advice of a user and send her mum my reasoning. They seem to forget I have parents too. I just don't want to be hated. This holiday is eight months away and I don't want eight months of hate, especially when we live in such close proximity. And I'm very glad OP's not backing down on this, but the text from mum saying, you know, it's my 50th, my birthday. Wasn't this meant to be like a joint birthday thing? So it's to do with OP's birthday as well. So he's being forgotten again. 
But then OP adds update 2, which says, Last night, my wife and I went out for dinner. My idea is so we could speak, and I hope being in a public place would make her less likely to scream slash cry, etc. I told her all the advice that I had read on here and showed her the text I received from her mum. She listened to everything I had to say, and I could see her physically cringe when she read the text. She apologized for the way she acted and said she hadn't even considered it from my point of view. I told her what one Redditor had said. Sorry, so many comments I can't remember a name. If we're doing this for 30, 50, 70, what's going to happen at 40, 60, 80 or 50, 70, 90? Are we going to have this spoilt child situation when she's nearly 40 or are we going to leave it behind now in her 20s? She told me her family had all got together to book the trip the night she left and she felt crappy because I said we weren't going so now no one had booked until I finished throwing my toys at the pram. I told her I didn't say we can't go. I said I wasn't going but she could. I ignored the toys slash pram comment that peed me off. I reminded her that her mum's actual birthday was two weeks before we fly and her nan's birthday is in two weeks from now. She gets to spend time with them, have a party, etc. on the actual day. And that's something I want for myself too. I don't want to be away from my family in a different country with 25 plus people I don't know that well on my 30th. I want to do something with my family over my birthday before it is too late. My mum's health is rapidly deteriorating and she can't do much as it is. And who knows how long my gran has before this dementia really sets in. My mum's always talked about doing a Baltic cruise slash see the Northern Lights for my grand's 80th. But that's still two years away. And I honestly don't think in two years, either of them will be in any fit state. So I suggested we do it for my 30th instead. My wife seemed keen and pulled up some dates. There's one that leaves three days before my birthday and comes back three days after. Perfect timing. We called my mum to ask and she sounded delighted. She herself hadn't even considered how my gran would be at 80 and thought it would be a lovely trip to make memories on. We then went to her mum's house. No apology or anything from her, but you can't win everything. To tell her, together we weren't going for the three weeks, but we'd found, my wife had found, a one-week booking that coincided with a three-week trip in a hotel that was just down the beach. Same chain slash resort, just a different building. Enough distance to have our own break, but still include the family for eating meals, etc. No one had even suggested looking at shortened dates, and I hadn't even considered it until I read so many comments saying, just come back sooner. All in all, I'm going to take this as a win. I don't think my bank balance will, though. She's seen me put my foot down, and I mean it. I'm not going to let her have her way all the time at my own detriment. I've not caved for an easier life, and together we found a peaceful solution. My family haven't been excluded and are so excited. My mum's like a kid at Christmas and hers are as well. Happy they can book now and at least the a-hole sister-in-law is only there for a week. Hopefully as it's not for eight months, they might forget. Screw the happy wife, happy life mentality. I've never heard happy spouse, happy house before, but I think I'll be using that mantra from now on. Like all you said, it's a two-way street, give and take, compromise. Thanks to everyone for the advice and support. And I'm glad that OP's boundaries, you know, were respected and things are moving forward in a positive manner for them. There was one point in that update and it peed OP off as well, where his wife said about him throwing his toys out the pram and that comment peed him off. It peed me off too, especially in the last one where she ran off to her mum to complain about him. I was like, what? <laughs> anyway, 
What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Story. And the next story comes from iPast6789 and says... I made fun of a guy who doesn't know how to do laundry. I started seeing this guy about three weeks ago. Let me be clear. We've known each other for a long time because he was a friend of my cousin. He asked me out a few weeks ago and I said yes. I've known him since I was like 15. I also know his family too because our mums were colleagues. So anyway, he came to my house five days ago to pick me up because we were having a picnic date. I was in the living room watching a kid show called Phineas and Ferb. I really like this show. I've been watching the rerun since I was a kid. The cartoon had a huge impact in my life. I still watch it whenever my mood is off so I can still cling on to the innocent child inside me. I was laughing at a part and he was standing next to me. He was a little confused judging by his expression. He asked me if my nephew was in the house and I told him no. Then he asked me then who is watching this cartoon since all of my family members are adults. I told him I was watching it and I really like this cartoon. I then proceeded to tell him that I still watch this particular cartoon because it was a part of my childhood and I have some good memories linked to it. He told me it is really embarrassing and ridiculous. I asked why. He told me that I'm a 24-year-old woman. Why am I watching something kids watch and I need to grow up? It really bothered me. I don't think there is an age limit to watching cartoons. Since that day, he would make fun of me. Whenever we go to a restaurant, he would jokingly order from the kids' menu. He would talk to me in a baby voice as if I'm a kid. Whenever I tell him to stop, he would say, Oh, little OP got mad. How cute. And sometimes even use phrases like young lady. It was really frustrating. Today we went to a party. His friends were there too. I was meeting them for the first time. He introduced me and he said to his friends that he needs to be locked up because he's technically dating a minor. He then tells them how I still watch cartoons and they all laughed. Some of them find it awkward. He also made fun of my height too. I'm five foot four and he is six foot one. He proceeds to shuffle my hair like people do on kids. I got mad and told him, it's funny how he makes fun of me being a kid, yet he still needs his mummy to do his laundry. His smile just wiped off of his face. I further said, well, at least this kid knows how to keep herself clean and know how to drive unlike him who failed the driving test two times. And the room went silent. Later, I got home. I got calls from my cousin that I overreacted and embarrassed him in front of his friends. And he was right to make fun of me because who the hell watches cartoons when they are adults? I told her I'm not interested in entertaining boys who feel they can make fun of anyone they want 
but when someone does the same, they act like little babies. I guess that's it. Probably the shortest relationship I have been on. Mini updates. Well, my cousin again texts me. She told me he was upset and after the party, he went home with his girl best friend and spent the night there. She wants me to apologize because apparently I'm letting a good guy slip. Well, let him slip. Slip inside a volcano. <laughs> oh, that made me laugh more than it should have. I was really peed off from the beginning of your story that he turned up in your house and immediately got judgmental on the cartoon and was saying that you need to grow up. And in the end, you just turned his own behavior back around on him and he absolutely deserved it. And the comments were pretty overwhelming, you know. There's nothing wrong with watching cartoons. A lot of people love Infilius and Ferb. So on this one, we're going to move straight on to Opie's update to find out what happened next. So Opie says, Hey gang, thank you so much for all the comments and awards. I'm trying to keep up with all the heartwarming comments and people who are way older than me still enjoying cartoons like I do. I cannot reply to all the comments, so thanks to all of you. I wasn't going to make an update, but a lot of things happened in the last 24 hours. Dickhead called me this morning and asked if we could talk. He told me that he was sorry for making fun of me, but what I did was wrong because I humiliated him in front of his own friends. He said if I want to continue this relationship, I need to apologize. I was like, F no, you're the one who started it. I just gave you a taste of your own medicine. And you have the audacity to think I will give you a chance after you spend the night at some girl's house. I'm not an idiot to think that you guys didn't hook up. Well, he didn't confirm or deny it, but he still insisted that I was wrong and even went on to comparing me to his girl best friend. That she is way more mature than I am because she watches adult shows and not Coco Melon. I told him to never speak to me and we are done. He can watch his adult shows with her, but I don't care. Of course, my cousin was peed, but I handled her. She should know how much I had to deal with bullying growing up and I was straight with her that I will not tolerate any form of disrespect. I should have dumped him the day he insulted me at a restaurant by ordering from the kids menu. And she shouldn't be asking me to keep him around when she literally broke up with her last boyfriend because he did a prank on her. She wasn't too happy, but she understood and told me she wouldn't bother me about dickhead. But there is a silver lining to all of this. I got a message from one of his mates on my Instagram. He apologized for what dickhead did and him making fun of me because I watched cartoons was very tasteless. I remember him clearly. He was the only one in the room who was pretty much disgusted by his jokes. Also, he told me he too likes Phineas and Ferb and ironically, his middle name is Phineas. We talked a lot about our favorite shows in anime. Needless to say, I will see him next week in AnimeCon in my town. I'm thinking I will either go as... <laughs> Here we go. Sorry, guys. I'm thinking I will either go as Mikasa or Euphoria. <laughs> but I am really excited to have a date for AnimeCon for the first time. And lastly, curse you Darry the dickhead. His name is not Darry. The absolute cheek of that person asking you to apologize. Wow. Anyway, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And before you go, I had a little cheeky email who wanted to keep their story anonymous, but they had a little wholesome interaction a few days ago and wanted to share it with us. It starts off. I was walking home from the grocery store one day when I realized that my wallet was missing. 
I retraced my steps and searched high and low, but it was nowhere to be found. I was starting to feel really worried and upset when I heard a knock on my door. When I opened the door, I saw an old man standing there with a big smile on his face. Is this your wallet? He asked, holding up my missing item. I was shocked and grateful and I thanked him profusely. I found it on the side of the road, the old man explained. I was on my way home from a walk and spotted it lying there. I figured someone must be missing it, so I picked it up and brought it to you. I was so touched by the old man's kindness and I asked him if he would like to come inside for a cup of tea. He agreed and we sat down at my kitchen table, chatting and drinking tea. The old man told me a story about his own experiences with lost wallets. He had lost his own wallet years ago and a kind stranger had found it and returned it to him. He said that it was a small act of kindness that made a big impact on him and that he always wanted to pay it forward. As he was getting ready to leave, the old man turned to me and said, you never know when a small act of kindness can make someone's day. It's a good feeling, isn't it? I smiled and agreed and I thanked him again for finding my wallet. I watched as he walked down the street and I felt grateful for his kindness and his reminder of the power of small acts of kindness. I was also grateful for my ring doorbell, which had captured the whole exchange on video and allowed me to relive this special moment over and over again. And I absolutely love that little interaction. And I'm a big believer of, you know, small acts of kindness making someone else's day. Not always, of course. It doesn't even have to be like finding a wallet, you know, holding a door up for someone, getting something from a high shelf, something like that. It can absolutely make someone's day if they're having a particularly bad day. Just a smile on someone's face, a quick hello and a little helping hand is sometimes all that person needs. Obviously, not always because some people don't want interaction sometimes. So you have to judge certain situations for yourself, of course. But I am a huge believer of that. But now, what do you guys think of today's collection of stories? Let us know your thoughts. Have you had your own little wholesome interactions in the past? As always, I absolutely love to hear them if you have a moment of your time to share them, of course. Huge thank you, and hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns